Minority Report. Hey everyone, welcome to Minority Report, the broke podcast where we discuss the bullshit and news around us. This is I, Mr. Wallace, the spinning gorilla. Hey, hey Ron. Good Me, Chris. And I'm Tuan, also known as Godzilla when he's retreating into the water. <laughs> You're listening to Minority Report. This week, you know, on Minority Report, we've, we're going to talk a little bit mainly about our music tastes and such. We, as a group, we consume a lot of fucking music together. And that's like just how we vibe as like, as like a little, um, it's just really just how we vibe as like our friend group. We can always just, you know, get together, put a little playlist on and vibe in silence but it doesn't really feel like silence when you're, especially when you're surrounded with the homies so we're just going to tell a little discussion of like you know our current music tastes how we've been like influenced by like certain like music that's listening to us that you know, we've listened to and you know things like that so still pass it back to LaShawn so he can like kick us off and then we'll go from there so speaking of music tastes uh, what is you guys favorite current music rotation at the moment probably say mine consists of I've been listening to a lot of like chill stuff, I guess, like Thundercat. I keep listening to that one Foster the People song. I picked up on The Weeknd's, what is that? His House of Balloon stuff. And then I've been listening to like some grimy, like SoundCloud rappers like Bones, Xavier Wolf, same old. I've just been feeling real dark. Black. Do you do you like House of Balloons? Not as like uh, being released. It's it's pretty nice. I mean, I definitely can say like starting off, I I didn't really give the weekend a chance because uh, yes, I was that person in high school that when every like person was yelling the lyrics down a hall, I did not enjoy it. So therefore, of course, I did stray away from that music. Except when Crew Love came out, I don't like Drake. Still don't like Drake, but I can't lie, that beat was insane. It definitely made me want to shake ass. I mean, hell, still to this day, I want to shake ass. I mean, did you like After Hours though? After like, I know, I know, like, oh yeah, I know, I know, like, I, I'm like, I'm guilty. I always play After Hours. Like, that's one of my favorite albums of uh, 2020. But did you? Were you a fan of After Hours? I, I could say it was. It was hard at first, and it probably just because like I wasn't like I, I wasn't in a mindset to relate to it, but. I think, like, recently just hearing it again after, like, all the kickbacks we've been at. What can I say? I feel things. Not really, but, like, I don't know. Just hear, hearing Until I Bleed Out, like, that shit's, like, beautiful. Like, I know I know you say it didn't need to be on the album, but, like, I don't know. That, that shit's fire, man. Like, okay. alone hours jumping into that, I don't know. It's just, like, shit. Okay, I, I, I didn't say I don't think it needed to not be on the album. I mainly said I didn't think it needed to be the last song. Yeah, yeah, I the think, last song. I think if it if it has switched places with After Hours and it came before and then After Hours was the last song, just to me, the placement feels better. But it's still, it's not a bad song. I just didn't like the placement. Yeah, I could I, I could, I could see that. Well, I'm, I'm done rambling on with me. Uh, I'll hand it over to Chris if you want to start. So what I've just been pretty much listening to these days, it's like dead ass. Just nothing been. It's been nothing but Twenty One Savage, all his albums. I don't know why I just woke up one day and I'm just like, I just really want to listen to it. 
it was, I think it was Monday, and I listened to yeah all of them when I was at work, and I would just yeah like yep, this is my mood now. That and Bad Bunny, because you know let me some Bad Bunny, and what else? I had a little bit of Pop Smoke. Um, I think those main three are like on my rotation right now. Just Twenty One, Pop Smoke, and Bad Bunny, and whatever like Monty plays because Monty, Monty, and I think. I do like his like music and everything, so that's why I appreciate anytime you put some new shit on, or like shit I haven't heard, because then I'm like, okay, time to put this in my uh, playlist. Anytime, bro. Thank you. That song, I yeah, the song you showed me yesterday, I just been listening to it all, like all day today. I'm like, this shit's so good. Turnover does go crazy. Yes, sir. Well, I guess I'll go next if you're done. Yeah, I'm done. Well, my music's like been all over the place lately, but I've been listening to like a good like handful of artists i've been listening to like bedside kites sorry noise hospital bracelet a lot of SZA, like a lot of SZA actually um a lot of mf doom and you know just like my usual front bottoms turnover and all that i like the thing is like i like sad music it's like my it's like my type of music i'm trying to listen to like at least sad music that has like a happier pace or beat to it but yeah, that's that's what I've been listening to, and um, I've just been making a playlist recently of like my manic songs. Loki, the playlist <laughs> is coming out pretty fire. That's true. Yeah, have it on my uh. Aaron, what you been listening to, nigga? <laughs> recently, I've been into a lot of jazz, actually. Well, mainly because I've changed like when I'm listening to music. No, mm-hmm. it's mainly when I wake up slash when I'm doing work in the background type stuff. Um, so a lot of jazz, I'm like, uh, I'm looking at my library now, some shit Korea, they're like from the 90s, so uh, Walt Dickerson, there's a lot of like piano stuff, um, Oscar Peterson has really good drums, I love me a good drummer, yeah, just some, uh, you know, some light work. Yeah, you kind of been listening to more like podcasts lately than music in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's understandable. I'd say, for me... It really depends, honestly. It really depends on the day and like what I'm kind of going for. Um, I would say probably top five artists that are like committed my constant rotation probably been like SZA, The Weeknd, maybe some City Girls, Twenty One Savage, and and also Pop Smoke. And then throw a little bit of I would say music that like Armani listens to that he's been like showing me songs here and there. I'll like play those. Um, Whenever, when like you know, if I want to catch a vibe, like I usually just I usually have music on in the background like all the time when I'm in my room. So usually songs that are like my most recent like liked songs on Spotify, kind of listen to those like constantly. So I'm usually the type where I may find a song and then I'll get stuck on it for like a week or two, and then I'll find another one. Yes. And, yeah. So because um I don't know I feel like me. I used to be like really into like finding new artists and stuff to listen to, but at this point in time, like I don't really care that much anymore. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah like, I, mean, I don't care. I don't give a shit about listening to like the five same five like songs that I listen to like every day. I'm like, oh, this is my vibe right now. Yeah, like, yeah, to- that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like I definitely feel that way. Like I can. I can listen the playlist that I listen to like daily. I've been had that same playlist for like two, three years now. I just keep adding songs to it, but like it never gets old. I always put it on when I'm around people, and it still it still sounds good like all together. And kind of also goes into um, 
next question that we did have also, which is like, what would you, what like new music have y'all found recently? If you found anything, and um, like who was it, and how did you go about finding them? I mean, I wouldn't really say find more so held against my will because every time I'm with y'all, y'all fucking play SZA continuously. But you, know, I mean, you didn't just find out ears. about SZA. I mean, I didn't just find out about SZA, yeah, but you know, it's like uh, to to follow the, the the point of the question, I mean, it's kind of like I've been discovering new things when it comes to SZA. Like I've, I've probably before just heard like maybe a SZA feature or something or like, I never like, like actually just sit back and listen to her music myself, but with the continuous hangouts we've been having and just me continuously hearing her, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm kind of just stuck with this now. Not, I'm, I'm not stuck with it in a bad way. Like I hate SZA. I think SZA's like beautiful. About SZA. She has a beautiful. I'm not complaining about SZA. SZA is a beautiful woman. She has a beautiful voice. I just, I feel like, I feel like I'm supposed to feel things while listening to SZA's music, and I don't feel things. So I kind of just sit there awkwardly, while y'all looking like y'all feeling things, and I'm just like, <laughs> all right, I'm clearly missing out. But I mean, you don't really have to like be feeling something. Like I would say, like Armani was just saying earlier, he listens to a lot of like music that quote unquote sad. I listen to, I've been listening to the music he listens to as well, but I'm not sad listening to it. I just like catching the vibe sometimes, and the vibe that's in the music is good. And it's like, I, I, I'm not saying that's something that I feel like you gotta learn, but like you, I feel like you just sometimes you just can't just sit and like vibe to the music. It's gotta. I be mean, like, no, no, yeah, like 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 slowly but surely, I've been doing that with just the the continuous like reintroduction of it like i before i would like sigh but now i'm just like i just like sit back i'm just like you know all right like it, it is what it is you know like it is what it is meanwhile meanwhile metamorphosis and i oh mean metamorphosis. <laughs> bro if only if only i understand what you're saying it really just being like i guess empathetic to the artist and like probably what they're feeling at that time like Shit, we, you listen to Kid Cudi and shit too. Kid Cudi has like a lot of songs that people would consider sad, Literally. especially on Man on especially on Man on the Moon One and Two. But like, I'm pretty sure you're not sad all the time listening to Mr. Rager. No, no, yeah. I mean, you know, it, yeah, it, it, it puts me in different moods. I can say, which I guess if that, you know, like that's the goal of the artist. But I mean, what, 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 what new music have y'all been listening to recently? What's been going on? Hmm. Um, so a genre that I like deadass just found out right now, like a week ago, is shoegaze. I like I don't. I'm gonna look it up, like what the definition of shoegaze is. But uh, like, there's one band that I found as um, My Bloody Valentine, and they're actually pretty decent. I I, I like their album. It's pretty good. Um, what is what is yeah. shoegaze? Is that like what is that? <laughs> I have no idea. It's a it's a real term that like when I was looking through the comments like yeah shoegaze I'm like what the fuck is shoegaze? Give me a minute. Shoegaze or dream pop is a subgenre of indie and alternative mm. rock that emerged in the United Kingdom in the late 1980s. I didn't even know that's what that's called. I know my yeah. uh, my bloody Valentine. Yeah, yeah, I do know of dream pop, but yeah, I never heard of shoegaze. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't either. And then like. The My Bloody Valentine, the one, the band that I listen to, like they're categorized as uh, shoegaze, and then I'm like, is that a real? I didn't even know it was a real thing until I looked it up right now. But uh, yeah, that's crazy. I only know two songs by them. I think only one. My Bloody. Yeah. yeah, I like. It. I think it's. I forgot what it's called actually. Like, is it like ecstasy or something? But yeah, keep going, bro. What else? What else you been listening to? 
Me, that's uh, that and a lot of anime openings. But I'm like, I think we all do it here occasionally. Facts. Yeah. I love listening to that fucking Attack on Titan opening or the closing. Yeah, I'll be listening to the Demon Slayer opening and the closing to Fire Force Season 2. The song is so fucking good. No, it's very hype. I love it. Especially that one from Demon Slayer, because I'm like, I'm ready to go work out now. I'm ready to take on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, an artist, um, I guess, uh, artist I discovered recently, or what, what I want to call it, discovered. Mm, I actually forgot. I literally just forgot who I was about to say. That's crazy. Um, someone skipped me real quick. Oh my god, I just had a brain fart. <laughs> no, you good. <laughs> I say for me, I have found so many music recently, excluding like the additions that like are music that our minders like show me recently. Some stuff that I've listened to, I've listened to a lot of disco recently for some reason. After I listened to that damn, uh, listen to that Dua Lipa album again, they had like a lot of disco influences. So I just started like looking up a lot of the artists that she was influenced by and now I want to go to like an 80s disco party and now I also see why they were just doing coke all the time back then because that's just how <laughs> lit to be honest I'm like a mood like have, for real having died when the summer's on while niggas was like just in, in a club like um, you know on that on that shit like I could see why they was catching why they was in there why Rick James was uh <laughs> he was in that shit <laughs> so I'm see I'm listening to I'm listening to um yeah I was listening to some disco music and then also that one artist though like they passed early in the year sophie i've been listening to some of their their music as well Bro, yes that shit that shit is amazing it sounds like it sounds like nothing i'm right you like the you like the music yes it's a vibe that's crazy bro. i would have i would have never thought you would have liked their music <laughs> when i was listening yeah. to it because when i was listening i was like this still i was like i was like, i want to show this to them but i feel like they're not gonna like this no like that's like music that i play if i'm like cleaning my apartment and i need to like cheer up type of shit because it sounds so chaotic but i love it and it's like uh what the fuck they call it like a new genre it's called uh what is that shit called it's called like hyper pop. That's what they're calling mm-hmm. it. It's like a genre, but like the, the the way that like they go about making like the beats and everything for it and like everything is just fucking crazy. And it's like the most chaotic shit like I've ever heard um, outside of like some EDM shit that I listen to and I fucking love it. Okay, and I just remember what I was gonna say. Um, not that I discovered them recently, cause I only knew them from one song from uh, Chicago Freestyle. It was Gibeon, right? Mm-hmm. Yo this man has been putting me through it i don't know who hurt him but like heart like i was a heartbreak anniversary uh stuck on you Th- those songs slap hella hard mm-hmm. um also like victor internet i like kind of found him kinda, i found out about him like a few months ago though but i've been like actually instead of listening to the same song over and over i've been like listening to like other songs he's made and he's actually from chicago if i'm not wrong he's from like cicero so i guess technically chicago um ah he's one of us (laughs) ah mexican (laughs) but um yeah and then besides that honestly i've i've been listening to like newer bands but i can't like remember off any off the top of my head um i definitely like uh pill friends i think you like that no 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 you didn't like there's a song called suffering by them that song slaps a lot harder. But yeah, that's the new people I discovered. Gibeon 
he's definitely gone down in my list of like my top 20 and then SZA of course um I was always before before I used to always wonder why I'm like man Tuan always listens to fucking SZA like and then like <laughs> literally one day I was like you know what I'm gonna take a long shower I'm gonna like you know get, do all the self-care stuff you know wash my hair really really good and I played like her whole album and literally by the like second to last song I was literally just sitting on the bathroom like the tub floor just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like damn like this is why Tawana listens to SZA I even messaged Tawana I was like I was like bro you good like you, you be listening to SZA a lot and this shit hurt but yeah like her music's just so fucking good like oh man but yeah that's why I've been like um, new people I've been like listening to anybody new on your radar Aaron or you just listen to the same old same old I just got into this album um, Don't Let Get You Down by Wajada um, but it's basically this guy, Reggie Watts. And uh, so I kind of rediscovered him. But he's never dropped an album. Uh, he has a lot of TED Talks and, like, conferences. But he basically originated, like, the style where you're on stage, you just have, like, the looper pedal, and you're making, a like, a house beat out of just your vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of influenced that one guy, um, Is Mark, Mark Rebelay or something like that. Yeah. Yes, him. So he like he did a lot of like all of his stuff was impromptu. Like he doesn't have anything recorded, nothing like that. So this is the first time he did an actual album with some you know producers to flesh the songs out more. But it's super fucking interesting because he uses his voice as an instrument. So a lot of the vocals are like non-legible. He's not using any real words. He does mm. a lot of like accents and like fake um, different languages and stuff like that. So it's a really interesting listen um, how he how he makes the music. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. I like seeing shit like that. Like, I love that dude, Mark Rebellion. How do you say his name? I, wa- I-, I watch his uh, stuff a lot, and he- the way he makes his shit is real cool. I especially love that video he did with uh, he did one with Erica Badu. That yes, shit, that shit was perfect. Yeah, I like when artists like do stuff like that because, like, one, it just it really just shows the raw creativity because, like, they have no choice but to just go up there and like try out shit. And then, but then the way that like most of it ends up working is I'm like how the fuck right right and like the pre-planning they have sometimes you have no clue where it's going yeah that shit's that shit's interesting and but wasn't wasn't he on that wasn't Reggie Watts on that one show Comedy Bang Bang yes okay that's why I remember that name for yeah yeah yes yes he was the um you know the little, they always gotta have a black guy do the music <laughs> you, you're not wrong. Because <laughs> Quest Love been on the was Jimmy Fallon or Kimmel show for forever now. Oh my god! Yeah, that's going with um, that British dude now. His late night, late night, or something like that. Who's on there? Late night with James Corden. Uh, Reggie Watts. He's the band leader there. Oh wow! <laughs> so I have um, a black stamp of approval. To be oh, honest, no, I mean, shit. Fruit. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I, after Aaron just said that, now that I think about it, I've never seen a white band leader on any of those late night talk shows. <laughs> I mean, shit. Right. That, that probably means something. Because <laughs> they know we bang the fuck. <laughs> it's probably just a coinky dink. I'm yeah, still thinking about I'm still thinking about how this motherfucker Aaron said he like, what'd you say, bro? Wichita? Wichita? Wichita, man. I, I'm sorry, but that just sounds like some shit you don't want to hear in that wind echo. Uh, that sounds terrifying. Oh, I heard that, you just said a spell, bro. For real, like my ass started, <laughs> she started floating in my room. <laughs> That's happening. We can say Cardi B name. 
Oh, literally. <laughs> when it comes to that album, is, is, was there anybody that influenced you to like listen to that, or like just whatever genre of music you listen to right now, Aaron? Like, or what what people influence you? Uh, mainly Reggie Watts. So he got me first into the whole like alternative house. I used to listen to a lot of EDM, but kind of like the breakbeat, like, like that old German breakbeat type stuff. He got me into that. So mainly his name is what drew me into it. Uh, he never released, like I said, like actual album music. A lot of his stuff is just live work. And it's always like one-off pieces, interesting, small, little ideas that he doesn't really flesh out. First time he actually like fleshed out songs with producers to like, you know, sample out his voice for actual hi-hats or take out his voice for actual bass line. So interesting seeing his type of music, but fleshed out with real musicality. That's what's up. I think you should I think you should try listening to that artist Sophie if you haven't already, Aaron. Yes, yes. You you have listened to her? I love Sophie. Too bad Bro, she died. Yeah. That was crazy hearing about it. And like I'd always heard of her, but I just never checked out the music and like I did like recently. It was actually because I saw a meme and then I was like, well, let me just listen to this song. And I heard it and I was like, this is this is the most chaotic shit I've ever heard. It, it honest, some, okay, like, I can't listen to it too much, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I, I feel like for you, that like, you could probably get like <laughs> overbearing listening to that shit all the time. No, yeah. My, my brain would be like, okay, it's Philly Putty now. Let's go back to our little indie alternative. Yeah. See, it sounds good to me because it sounds like some... It's not, it reminds me of EDM, like some excision type shit, like how brash it all sounds. So, like, it to just me, sounds, it sounds like at home. It sounds so raw to me. Like, that's yeah. the best word I could use. And that's, and, I, and that's because I was looking into it, like, like everything that was in the music was, like, made by Sophie. Like, all the stems for, like, the drums, everything. Like, she did all of that shit herself. So, like, oh, it crazy. wasn't so... I guess, and that's why, like, she was so, like, popular in that, like, in that realm of what she was doing. So, yeah, that's really Yeah, she pushed for, like, Rihanna and a lot of the big ones. Yeah, I think oh, the biggest, like, uh, person that she was helping, I think it was, like, Charlie XEX. I think they said they mm-hmm. were, like, really good friends. Who exactly, who exactly is this character, or not character, who exactly is this, is this musician that y'all talking about named Sophie? Um, so, they're, they were, um, a... They're like they kind of did like uh, the genre called like hyper pop. Like if you you kind of have to like you know like a hundred gex. Oh you know them? no. So okay, but not exactly like them. Not exactly like them. But oh. I would say like it's not exactly like them. You have to yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you really have to listen. To it. I would say I mean, is it? I would say uh, I just said a hundred gex because like that they're in that realm of like hyper pop. But it's like because of like the beat selection and like how brash it all sounds and like shit like that. It just sounds like really loud, like really different. And like I feel like you have to just listen to one of the songs to like get a feel for it. But like when I listened to one of them, I was like instantly drawn in and wanted to hear more. I mean, I, I guess that, that that I mean, I mean, you guys know me. I do like the like the the aggressive type of music like the the music that makes you want to kick a motherfucking door down not exactly yeah, but what i'm going I, to yeah but if like, I should, when we finish i'll probably show you one of the songs because the one song i did hear like i feel like i, I need to i need to hear it at like a show or something because yeah it sounded really good i mean no yeah that, that just that and just like stuff with that like I mean, I, maybe like maybe if I give it a chance, I'll get into it because like like you know, like I said, I, I like ing- aggressive music, and you know, also to follow with the question, like I, I, the people I guess influenced my 
taste of music to this day, I'd probably say would start with my dad. And, you know, I, I, I do love the man. It was his music choice, probably not the best to show me as a child. Uh, probably. I mean, generally because, you know, I definitely was wondering why the hell was young Jeezy just cursing so loudly. And, you know, like Project Pat was just like, you know, just I'm just doing Project Pat things. I, I will say the one person that stuck with me for the longest that probably explains my crackhead behavior now to this day is Juicy J. Just because I don't know why whenever I heard his ass cackle on a song, it's just it's just something I can relate to. Like, it's just loud, ignorant cackling. And that's just currently me right now. And then, you know, I, I went to high school. High school happened. I had an identity crisis. So I had to, you know, discover the, the emo side of me and start listening to like bringing Horizon into my sim And I think that's the reason why, like, I still to this day kind of could resonate with those bands a little bit because it was like aggressiveness. Like, I'm, I'm I don't know. Like, I just, ugh, basically, <laughs> like, it's the best thing I could, like, I, could, I could, like, sum it up to. And, you know, I'm thankful, of course, for Tawan, like, at least bringing me back to the rap genre because me when when in my identity crisis stage you know like i didn't really want to give rap a chance because like you know i was trying to a be probably white i mean that's the safest answer i was probably trying to be white yeah he wanted to be white basically i mean yeah i i, I definitely tried to flat iron my hair i came into fucking school looking like mufasa one day Ooh, was, your was, hair. yeah bro that shit yeah. was tragic yeah, I'm sorry. Was, that was, was the most tragic shit you could have done, but I'm glad, yeah. you, I'm glad you learned. I mean, look, hey, look, look, I, I, identity crisis. I had to I had to wake up and realize that I was black and that, you know, like, I I know black like this. I know black like, I was going to say, yeah. I know black <laughs> like that. I, I, I black like this. My, you know, so it was, you know, like, I'm glad I had, like, Tawan at least to dinner me back within that soul and like you know like I, like i it, it was it was a journey but i'm glad i learned it because it, it helped me go in different arrays of shit and yeah. basically help my music taste now yeah we caught, yeah, that, nigga, we caught that nigga perm in uh, high school when he did that shit oh no not yeah perm. do you have any photos because i want to see this i know oh, a few girls got who you. got a perm in my oh, high school God, bro. for sure i'll be like i, I know you got straight hair you just got a perm but um Man. Do you guys have any like music recommendations for um for the people listening? You can get, like you can get like an artist if you like or, or, a, or a song. Um, music I always recommend Mac Miller because I love me some Mac Miller because like honestly, his music is very easy to vibe to. It's very easy to get into. Some of his early stuff is you know hit or miss, but like the last like three albums or four albums that he came out with were really good. In my opinion, I listen to them like constantly. It doesn't matter what type of mood I'm. Yeah, Mac Miller. You can never go wrong. Mm, I'd probably say, and you know, like just because everybody knows mainstream artists, so I'm not gonna like say Kanye or fucking Thundercat or shit like that. I'll go to my SoundCloud artists. I'd probably say Bones and Xavier Wolf. I just, uh, I, not only is it great how like well their styles niche together, but like when you separate them, Bones is like, like aggressive thrasher white boy, but like Xavier Wolf is like. I, I, I like just like grimy underground hood nigga music and it should be told you know you might just wake up and feel both one day or you might feel either or but i think both are great artists that blend well together but also like just blossom in their own separate ways i'm gonna recommend an artist and, a, and, and then a song um the song i recommend for everyone because it is a uh, fucking mood is um the song called "I Was All Over Her" by by Sylvia Plath? Ah, that song, I love that song. That song yeah, that literally, song. 
resonates in my soul. And like, if I hear that song in any setting, I'm literally just gonna stop, sit down wherever I'm at and just close my eyes and just sing along. It's a very short song, but like, I that song is just like, I don't know, it's so beautiful to me. And then- and All good okay. songs are so short, so bullshit. Right, it's like, uh, yes. it, it's that's, there's a lesson in there, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the best <laughs> songs are short. Um, you gotta enjoy it while it's there. And then an artist, um, Beach House, and then I, they're really, they're really fucking good. And then I recommend um, Space Song by them. It's one of their most popular songs, um, but it's so good. Like if you guys don't even know it, like literally, like after this, I'll show you guys. Yeah, it's called um, Space Song by Beach House. It slaps so hard. Bit, bit. I'll say for me now, I list a lot of EDM, and I've got, these guys don't listen to much EDM. I'll say aside from like Aaron, he'll listen to it. But I've introduced him to Chami, who he's a French house DJ. Yes. And he's, he's my favorite, like my favorite like EDM producer artist. Um, I won't say all time. Probably Skrillex my all time, but like at this current moment, he's like my favorite. And he has a song called "A Do." And the way he spelled his name, his name is, yes. um, his, his name is spelled uh, T-C-H-A-M-I. And um, yeah, the song Adu is like one of his best songs. It's just something when I put that song on, like I feel like <laughs> I'm like, I'm not here anymore. When I listen to that shit in my headphones, like full blast and like the like beat kicks in, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then when I put it on with the guys, like especially like if we like, like chilling, like we, may, we might be off something. That's like one of the perfect songs to just put on you know, escaping the moment. And I'm glad the vocals. That, yes. Oh, the vocals. The vocals and that's not like, like church once vocals. they kick in, it's so fucking good. And not even like EDM. Yeah, and I'm glad they love this song because it's, it's one of my favorite songs. So I have that song like almost every, every, every playlist that's not like hype music, I put that song in there. So yeah. So, that's it's so easy to vibe to. I love that. It really is. It's just, it's something, Something about like French like house music, it just slaps so hard. It does. Who? What would you recommend for us, Mister A. A. Rome? Mm, I'm gonna take a page out of Monty's book. Um, I would go Sabrina Claudio. Definitely, Ooh. if you haven't heard of her, Ooh. check her out, bro. Um, a specific song, uh, Unravel Me. Bro, you Every showed me time. that shit. <laughs> That bro. bro, that little break with her vocals, that shit hit. I'm gonna write that down right now. That shit hella high snuggle vibes, bro. Yes, my parents actually like her too. Honestly, yeah. Armani, when you said your suggestion, I thought you were about to say that fucking Naruto party sex song again. <laughs> oh, first of all, okay, bro. Do not talk about Panucci's pizza like that. Uh, Naruto oh, Panu- Panini. Bro, come on! Now Panucci's I know you watch Futurama. Pizza. Come on! Literally, that's uh, literally one of the best episodes of Futurama. But you said Punani, um, to be honest. No, it's Panucci's oh. Pizza, but that, that's a, it's a side project. He's actually part of a bigger band, but um, you know, I recommend that song too since the song want to talk shit. Um, Naruto Naruto's theme sex scene. It's such a great song. Um, it's a good song to rage to. It's a good song to cry to, and it's you know, it's a great song in general. It sounds like a dirty movie, bro. Like some shit I'd probably like Google if I was 11. Bro, you listen to a song called Pissy Pamper. I don't want to hear shit. I mean, that's but fair. That, but the song is good as fuck, though. I mean, that's fair. Pissy Pamper is okay. I mean, you know, it it it, it has its ranges. It, it all truly depends on, like, it, you know. It, now, like, whenever I hear I just listen, I just think of white kids. 
yeah that's that's yeah white people ruin everything that's a good point uh picking back up to um well the shot like the shot question earlier um we were asking about like influences you know who influenced this to your like listening habits or whatnot so um armani who would you say like influenced your like early listening habits for music and you know kind of like where you are today either artist or like a person artist uh never shout never was the first one to like i would listen to like stuff like soundgarden and whatnot like classic rock i listened to a lot of classic rock when i was younger um i definitely listened to a lot of kanye when i was younger too kanye was the first artist that i actually felt like i was actually listening to the music like when i was younger i would just listen to music and just have it in the background i would say kanye is the first time i actually listened to a song and i was like wow like the music in this is good and the lyrics are really good but um never shout never uh back in like 2008 and then i found them on myspace it was so good i think myspace should like definitely helped me find a lot of music and um which is crazy because like i didn't even know myspace was made for music and so i was a bit older mm-hmm. and then like people who like influence my music taste um i don't know a lot of my music i kind of just like found on my own I guess like my brother and I would listen to songs, but like we would listen to songs from like Guitar Hero. Yeah, and then I would say this, like, I feel like every like close friend of mine growing up, we kind of would like give each other music. A lot of my friends from like uh, like middle school and like, and then like high school, we kind of like merged our music tastes with each other. And then a lot of it was like alternative and like indie. I, and then as I had like romantic partners from then on, well, like everyone does this when you when you like date somebody, you guys kind of like like mold your music taste together. Um, what I do a lot is I make playlists for people, and yeah, I would say a huge like change like in my music happened in like 2018. I started listening to a lot more like indie bands instead of like the bigger ones. Um, but yeah, my ex showed me a lot of like cool bands like Panucci's Pizza, and then I was like, oh, this shit slaps really hard. She actually got me into like quote-unquote like emo rap and that's how i know some of the songs like LaShawn listens to definitely like just people like friends and partners along the years um i i well going along with armani said uh when it comes to emo rap i so i I, funny story is i i don't know how i ever come across these things should be told i just have an instagram and i just know people and i back in back in high school days i just scoured the fucking depths of soundcloud like i was i was that person that just like had a soundcloud list of like just a bunch of different alternative artists some of those artists would like use samples which is you know why me and armani would always like look at each other whenever a song came or i would at least i would look at him and it'd be like a surprising look and i'm like yeah, I, I don't even know how i know this shit either but somehow the depths of soundcloud um and you know even even me sometimes as much as i get annoyed at the thought of shedding a tear or something not, not that i'm you know like not in tune with my emotions but like i just don't like to cry but sometimes even i do too um i'd yeah, probably say like it's not even that <laughs> I'd, I'd probably say like thundercat like i'd probably say thundercat's really good for just like soothing because not only is it funny some of the shit that he says but like in the in, in some of his sad songs i just could heavily relate to those things which was surprising because i wouldn't have, like expected that like looking at thundercat as an artist not that i'm judging him but like you know it's like you look at him and you don't find that sort of connection i guess with his music to me which is what makes him such a unique like unique artist so big love for thundercat 
For me, I would say um, who heavily early on in my um music listening experience, I guess, Kanye. I didn't know Kanye was actually Kanye funny enough. I had this Xbox original for my older brother, like the original fucking Xbox. Mm-hmm. And it had uh, Richard I Tryin' by 50 Cent, and it had uh, Graduation by Kanye. I listened to those <laughs> only two albums back to back for like years. And I later in life realized it was actually fucking Kanye West. But uh, I refound him, I guess, when I listened to um, Yeezy, or Yeezus, sorry. I was listening to a lot of EDM at the time, and I was kind of anti-rap in a way. I thought it was like, I looked down on black culture at the time. Then Yeezus was the first time where I like got that influence of EDM and rap together. I'm like, oh shit, rap isn't just drugs, sex, and fucking, you know, bullshit. So yeah, that was like a cool kind of breaking open of my um, musical findings. Yes, me and Aaron talked about Yeezus so much when that shit came out. We talked about that shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, get Rich, I feel like everyone had Get Rich or Die trying the original Xbox because uh, my cousin had it, and Loki the album went hard. Like it really did. Oh yeah, it's uh, still a good ass album. I have a funny story about like because how you said you didn't know Kanye. Um, my ex, when I first met her, she'd always be like. Oh, like I'm not a big fan of Kanye. I don't like Kanye. And I played Love Breakdown one time in the car, and she was like, "Oh my God, this was like my ringtone for like years." And I like looked at her and I was like, "You know, this is Kanye, right?" <laughs> and she was like, "No way." And it's just crazy how like it kind of just shows you how diverse Kanye is, like from when he started to like now. That like right. you can't you can't really like um, I don't know. He doesn't have like a particular sound. This like, nigga I just guess- won a Grammy for best Christian album. <laughs> Oh, shout out Kanye, bro. <laughs> it's my, he's For Jesus so, is king. <laughs> so versatile, man. And, uh, but yeah. Um, I'll say for me, though, as far as like influence, definitely my, my parents played a big part. Um, I've always been a fan of rap, even for little, because my dad, like, he always played rap around. And my dad's favorite rapper is Jay Z. And listening to Jay Z also let me listen to Kanye as well because of that. So, um, yeah, I've always been a fan of like rap and like old school music, you know, the music that's playing at the cookout when you with the when you with your family and shit like that. So I've always been a fan of like rap, R and B, like hip hop from like um in like early age. So that that kind of music always resonated with me. I would say as I grew up though, you know, started like breaking out, like listening to what like um like other stuff. That's when I kinda they're probably around like eighth grade going into high school is when I found out a lot about like EDM and stuff and then when I like met Aaron in high school that we kind of like talked a lot about that type of stuff and then I started listening to like people like Skrillex and like a lot of EDM and stuff back then and that influenced like that influenced a lot and I would say now I don't yeah, I don't really believe my tastes have changed as much but I will just say I tend to listen to I mean, at this point, I listen to any particular genres. Really, just what catches my my ear. At the, but I do recognize the my, my the music that my parents showed me, like an early age, that influenced uh, what I listen to today. Especially as far as it goes with rap, because even now, I'm like I'm a fan of like Jay Z and like a lot of the rappers that my dad listened to um, um, growing up, and that he showed me. And then like R&B acts, like my mom listened to, and then she also so 
So what music would you say has gotten you through the slumps though? Um, if you feel any slumps, I feel like you pretty rock hard. I mean, I'm always hard, but oh my. Um, <laughs> probably if i ever have slumps like i probably listen to like some kid cuddy or um yeah i probably listen to, like mostly cuddy like i'm always listening to cuddy like get slumps like cuddy always resonated with me man on the moons one and two like always like those albums, I always felt like they resonated with me. Even like when I wasn't like going through something, it's just something about like hearing him go through his troubles on his time, on his records. But you know, I always just felt like they in a resonate with me. And also, um, um, 808s and Heartbreaks, so um, was another good album to listen to, like throughout some slumps. I would say early on, but more recently though, <laughs> just put that Control album by Scissor on it, and nigga be good these days. <laughs> or uh, uh, you could put, yes. I could put, I put, like literally the um, when we were on it, we were on this, we were in Discord one day. We kind of had a little, a little sad day, so we put on Blind, Control, and After Hours by the Weekend, and uh, yeah, that was all we needed. Literally. That was so good. I'm like, thank you guys. I needed this. Um, for me, for like, uh, I f- honestly, I feel like I discovered most of like the music I listen to nowadays on my own. Just because growing up, I lived in a, you know, typical Mexican household with listening to like cumbia and like all these other like artists that I can't recall. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I obviously I love it and it was part of my culture and I do love listening to it every now and then, but I can't get into it that much. But yeah, mostly I just listen to rap, a couple, like mostly rap. Uh, yeah, I don't remember like, yeah, that that was, uh, I listened to a lot of rock because, you know, I love me some ACDC and I love me some Nirvana. Or I mean, you know, I know Nirvana's like grunge, but you know, it's still, I still categorize it under the same umbrella. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think who influenced my music habits. Um, I want to say maybe like I know like not many of us like like the artist, but Drake actually did like he did influence my music habits because yeah, I don't know why. But just I listened to like him constantly growing up, and then I listen to him like every now and then nowadays. Well, like what, what would you say? Um, on like since those like influence you, what songs will get you to the slumps though? Like. Like you're like I know you like Twenty One. Um, honestly, I haven't. Thankfully, I haven't felt sad in a bit. Um, but like back then, I'd always it'd always be a Mac Miller, just because it'd always either be um, like the album Swimming or uh, Circles. Those two albums just they're just amazing, like together too, since you're supposed to listen to them together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think like his music would like those two albums and those two like. His music would just like pretty much just always get me through the slumps, and yeah. I think um, for me, I, I can go on a tangent about this one right here. Music gets me through the slumps because basically all my music, um, neck deep, uh, the front bottoms, cigarettes after sex, the band Camino, you know the story so far. I, I honestly have so many. That's kind of like what most of my playlists are, kind of like get me through the slumps. Um, yeah and stuff like that uh definitely 808s and heartbreak that like that's the album that i hold like near and dear in my heart and gets me through a lot um welcome to heartbreak that song is just so freaking good and 
yeah and then when i heard it live um and it was by surprise too like they weren't even playing he wasn't even going to play any of his 808s that was probably top five moments of my life yeah i wasn't expecting that i thought they were supposed to erase me dude my my eyes got so because like I, yeah we thought we were saying it we thought we thought they were going to erase me and when i heard uh welcome to heartbreak my eyes literally watered because i was like yo i was not expecting this nor was i ready for it but yeah what's done you through your slumps mr aaron get through the slumps e Ooh, that one album remember you you told me you listened to throughout high school which one um the one you have on oh, uh yeah, so oh yeah, that can. was, was you yeah, know, I was like waking up in the morning type vibes. Uh, Modern Vampires oh, okay. in the City, you know. The, I don't really listen to music when I'm feeling down. I don't know. Recently, I guess I would say going to music that gets, gets me pretty hype. So let me see. I have this one playlist of a lot of um like deep bass kind of tracks. So there's this one song called Sleep Tight by Moomin. It's literally like a normal beat break type, um, you know, beat, but it has these really soft pianos over it. So it's really simple, really stripped down. So that, I guess, gives you that kind of music uh, will kind of brighten my mood if need be. But yeah, I pretty much listen to podcasts when I'm feeling down. Do you listen to our podcast? On occasion. I may have listened to one of them. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> You playing on your downfall, ain't you? I listen to it a lot, actually. More than I'd probably like to admit. <laughs> I kind of feel bad because I definitely don't. I think me too. I'm not going to lie. Same. Okay. You I and mean, I are you know, you the same, sir. Whenever I God say things, especially on this goddamn show, I, I try my best to not go back ever and remember what the hell I said. I unfortunately. Let's go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I was, I was going to say, generally, I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on to the next one. <laughs> I just don't like the sound of my voice, so that's why I choose not to hear it. I feel you. Yeah, I, I feel you. I just listen to it to like see what we can always do better on, and you know, True. like um, stuff like that. And also, you know, just sometimes we do be saying some funny shit, like when when Aaron said I'm blind. That that shit always tells me <laughs> each time, bro. That shit was funny as well. Golden moment. Golden. Yep. Or like when he said these my sons. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Literally. That shit's hilarious. So, LaShawn, what do yes. you listen to when you're trying to get through the slumps, my guy? Um, I mean, originally, like I said, like, uh, Thundercat. Um, funny, funny thing enough, I forgot I did this. So, throughout these past couple years, and this was funny. So, as an idea, because I'm somebody that, like, when I get an idea about doing something, I, like, I just want to do it. So I saw somebody like a couple of years ago, like made basically like a SoundCloud, uh, like playlist, like, like, a, like, like, a, like one track, but they added like a bunch of different songs in there and made cuts in and out of it. Like, you know, nice little transitions and basically made like a whole 20, 25 minute playlist. So I did that like four or five years ago and I was like, okay, cool. You know, it was, it was just nice to do. So I, I looked back at it recently and I don't know why, but it has 22.6 K like plays and i'm just like huh that, that's interesting like i, I think I'm, i made it in a moment where i was sad especially because it got done like after i was watching like one of my favorite animes of all time beautiful thing uh dust made of amnesia definitely would recommend it if you have like have not watched it um like i know i'm not always one for sappy things but that definitely pulls on the heart 
I, I made I made that. And then I also made a playlist like a two, three years ago called It's Okay for Hood Niggas to Cry, which I like added a bunch of like like artists that would be considered trap music, but they've made sad songs. Like I forgot Future actually made like an EP where it was like kind of sad. Like I think it was like Xanax Damage or some shit like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I, I, I was waiting for you to say something. I was waiting for yep. you to say something because, like, yep. I listened to that shit again, and I was like, "Wait, the king of misogyny can feel things?" Bro, like, it, bro, it, it, the the moment that album came out was the exact same moment that I was going through a breakup, and then when he when I listened to it, I'm like, "Yep, this is it. This is this is what I need." Ain't you ain't you always going through a breakup when Future release something? Um, huh? Yeah, no. This was the one time it did. Like Future really? what? Yeah, because I know Future released the album, and I think it was in the, like the summer. But I was like, I was talking to someone at the time. And the, um, the, the, the so king was... calling you, trying to get you a crown. And uh... <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Future. Yeah, you know, I, I, and yeah, I it, it's crazy because like I just I didn't think like listening to that song, I was like, okay, it's it's weird hearing Future auto tune sad, but. It was actually kind of fire, and I was like, I, I don't know why. Like, I feel like, like you know, like how like Tuan earlier you said, like when you listen to Kid Cudi's music, you feel like you could like relate to it, even though you not necessarily have to be going through something. But like hearing that EP, I was just like, I wonder what he's going through. Like, what's 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 wrong with my man? Normally he'd be talking about you know like lean pill popping shit, and, you know. But maybe but that's yeah. why though. I mean, no, <laughs> it, it, it could for, be. Talk about the pill popping all that shit. That's definitely a cry for help. True. He doesn't even do all that shit. He's Literally, like, that's the funny part. That's the funny part. I mean, hey, label. But that's a whole a, different conversation. Whole different <laughs> yeah, conversation. no, honestly. But um, I guess you know, piggyback off that, you know, since we did say you know music that gets you through the slumps, like what would y'all say? You know, when you trying to feel like I guess as I guess for Armani, when he's like his manic state, or for us, we just want to be hype. What do you put on to like feel like good in that moment? For me, definitely. Not any songs in particular, but NPR will always get me there. I used to go every other weekend and go to my dad's house. He'd play that shit in the fucking car. That's his own his kids out. But looking back, every time I listen to that, it's instant calm. Like some weird ass British guy talking about Syria and bombings and shit. But for some <laughs> reason, it's calm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> the, the decibels in his voice is probably just really relaxing. Right, probably so. So I'd probably say the music that gets me hyped that a lot of people probably can feel controversial about. I still enjoy X's old shit from SoundCloud. Like, probably like like early, early X, like 2016. And that was probably just when he was in the roughest state and definitely was just saying shit that probably is not right but for some reason just that like hardcore energy is like what makes me get hype and want to kick somebody door down hype x does um still slaps so um, i can't blame for that um i guess for me you know music that i would say <laughs> gets me hype it really depends on what type of hype i'm trying to get in like if i'm just like straight up like I'm hype. I have like hella fucking energy and shit like that. I'm probably putting on like some some EDM, like some Skrillex excision type shit. Um, if I'm feeling like bad bitch hype, then I'll put on some City Girls, Rico Nasty, and Megan. 
And uh, if I'm feeling like I want to rob a person hype, then I'll put on like some 21 Savage and Pop Smoke. Man of culture, I see. You already know. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I think the music that gets me hyped is, for some reason, it's a uh, ACDC. I don't know why. I just love listening to. Um, I I love listening to rock music. I don't like put it on obviously with you guys just because I don't think you'd like it. Um, but Hell's Bells. I listen to that song and I get fucking hyped. It's so fucking good. Or Highway to Hell. I love those songs. But just like, I guess maybe like old rock music, like um, fucking I would say like, like old Metallica and a little bit of Slipknot back then. I don't. I know they're not considered like old rock. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Highway to Hell is a white Bob classic. Yes, sir. Honestly, um, if it's in a movie, it's gonna slap. <laughs> yeah, remember it was in Final Destination too. <laughs> oh, it makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> um, um, for me, it's like definitely Joji. I know he's still on the sad side, but he's like a more upbeat, uh, sad. Joji actually actually makes me want to dance, and I'm not a huge fan of dancing. Um, Lord, definitely. I put her out there. Whenever I'm feeling like a little sad bitch, I listen to Lord because, you know, Lord does us right. And a newer artist, like I said, um, I mentioned him earlier, Victor Internet. He kind of like hypes me up. He got, but he hypes me up in a bad way because some of his songs are, you know, they got a little vibe to it. I'll be feeling some type of way. I'm just going to leave it at that. And <laughs> hmm, another artist that hypes me up. I, okay, I personally get really hyped up when I listen to the Kanye's album, the 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 Life of Pablo. That album hypes it hypes me the fuck up. I don't know why. Like especially when you hear like um, what is a freestyle too? Four, yeah. I, that that beat bangs. Oh God, something about that that I want to get that. Better not get that bleach on my t-shirt, bro. That shit be slapping hard as fuck. And yeah, but definitely, I would say definitely Lord and Joji. They're like perfect combos for me when I need to get cheered up. Lord is all time favorite. <laughs> yeah, it was a video I saw. They said, um, we'll save Lord when the race war happens. <laughs> oh, God, I would. <laughs> Aaron, would you save Lord? <laughs> I'm running to this bitch house. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Draco's, Draco's and everything, bro. Man, got the, got the extendo. Oh, we. Yeah, Oh, we. So, I, I guess, like, you know, next, what, um, what I kind of have was, um, what would y'all say would be a, you know, music that you, that you can't get into and also one guilty pleasure of yours as well? Mm. Any of the shit Armani be playing in anime music? Why you gotta come for me like that? I swear, <laughs> bro. Let's be, let's yeah, be honest. No. My music slaps. <laughs> it, no, does. No, it, it, it does. It does. I just, I don't know. I like, I, I honestly just can't sit there and vibe with it. Sometimes, like, I feel like, I feel awkward as shit. Like fucking, like Summer Walker be on a red carpet. Or, like that photo of her. I just be sitting there. You, you just don't know how to sit down and vibe, bro. Bro, my like, look. I just I, I try I, I do try I, I want to be honest and say I do try yeah I just don't try hard enough but I do try 
Uh, well, like, I just, I just gotta say, you just listen to All Mice and Man. That's like one of the most like shittiest bands ever. Really? Damn. Yes. Damn. <laughs> I mean, we honestly haven't listened wrong. to them like that since like high school. I know, but you used to listen to them though. No, I mean, I, I, I bro, my bad that you listen to like, I cannot sleep, I cannot dream tonight. Yo, and I'm but so Blink-182 is a fucking uh, I am impression. so sorry. I never played that song. You just stereotyping me. <laughs> literally. Listen, don't act like you don't like it. I literally, the only time I played that song is because literally you guys just say the voice inside my yes. So I really played as a joke. <laughs> everyone loves saying that part. Everyone loves saying that. Oh, shit. But, um, here, I, I you finish, you finish? Uh, yeah, me? I'm up. You, you have the floor. You have the floor. All right. Um, music I can't get into. Uh, definitely like a lot of EDM. Cause like, and I, I, for me, it's just like, it's just the perfect word to use is like boisterous. I don't know. Like, I know like a lot of people enjoy those heavy drops and all that, but it just, it just doesn't do anything for me. Um, there's obviously Twan showing me EDM that I do like, but he he knows that like those songs are very different than the usual like dubstep EDM, like Excision and like Nightmare and all that cannot do that. Like you 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 got to put me on some drugs. Yeah, I guess. But the thing is, like, just like rap EDM is just an umbrella term. So like, I just feel like just saying like when not you, but like when people say I can't get into EDM, I'm like, well, what? EDM can't you get into okay well you're right you're right because I do love a lot of house music like Daft Punk yeah um, like that's all under the it's all under it's the same so, umbrella so like the headbanging music that's the shit I don't like he's not into like dubstep like heavy bass music like shit like that like trap all that type of shit like in the EDM realm but that's, like I can get him to listen me. to like some 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 chami or some zoo or something like that yeah it's more chill probably probably a little bit of like um what's that nigga's name alinium if i actually had him to them or like it's just the i kind of like uh rl was it rl grime yeah i, I kind of liked his stuff a bit but um i don't know like i i do have like when i make art i listen to dubs i mean not dubstep um daft punk on repeat but uh yeah um that's kind of music i can't really get into uh other, I guess I listen to like I listen to a very like broad spectrum of music, so I can't really think of anything else. Because I mean, I like I like musicals. There's some country music I like. There's rap music I like. You know what I mean? Like all over the place. Um, mm. And then a guilty pleasure. Uh, hmm. I call this one a guilty pleasure because I don't really tell people a lot. But like Alanis Morissette, uh, she's from like the '90s. She still makes music, but. Um, yeah, no, she's very, very near and dear to my heart. And there's certain songs that just get to me every single time. It's definitely, I've never played her around uh, other people except for the person who showed me her. Because it's just like, I always just feel like no one can like, I don't know, possibly vibe to that shit. And it's definitely like not a group setting type of music. You know what I mean? It's more of like one of those songs you play when like, you know, you feel like the protagonist in like some shitty indie movie. But yeah, um, and yeah, that's that's my guilty pleasure right there. Uh, well, that that sounds good. I, I guess, I guess for me, music that I I can't get into, um, 
I will say country. I know that's like such a generic answer, but like I've, I've genuinely tried listening to country music, and I cannot get into it. Like it, like, <laughs> like I want to say, but like it all sounds the same to me. And like I don't know, the content of country music has not changed much. It's it, it, it has not changed much at all, and especially now that like they have like bro country music too where like it's like the most douchiest shit i've ever heard so i just can't get into that i would say most other genres like i released like a song or two from like most other genres like even music that armani listens to if it told me in high school i'll be listening to it now i'd probably have been like eh like probably not but like now i'm listening to it so it's not bad and as far as like guilty pleasure which okay i'm not gonna say i'll say these guilty pleasures but mainly because i don't listen to these much with other people would be um some classical music depending on the songs and also a lot of movie and like tv scores um i listen i watch i love watching movies and listening to film scores is in the background it's like my favorite shit to do especially hans zimmer scores so like a lot of shit so like interstellar or inception and I also love the score that Ludwig um, Gordon did for Tenet. That's one of my favorites right now. Um, so yeah, I listen to a lot of film scores at times. Those do slap because I remember who was I was with one of you guys. You were over my house, and I because I used to always listen to like the the album for like the Dark Knight Rise on the Dark. Oh, that Night. was that was me. I was like, nigga, is this Batman? <laughs> And, and and Transformers <laughs> too. There's there's the one score called um, Allspark. That one slapped so hard for me. I don't know why, but so I feel you there. Like, I don't know. It's gives you like a little like environmental theme. You know what I mean? So I feel you on that. Honestly, when it comes to me, I'm very open when it comes to music. So like, I can't really like say I have like a type of music I wouldn't like get into. I guess I would say like pop music, but I'm like, that's kind of like, that's the best answer I can give because my, I do like some pop songs, but I would not go out of my way just to listen to like what's new right now. So that'll be my answer for now, just cause I can't really think of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, guilty pleasures, kind of like what Tuan said. I do like um, my, one of my guilty, like super guilty, it's not even super guilty, but one of my guilty pleasures is listen to like, um, like anime openings. Cause like, as I said, um, Black Clover has like all their openings slap so fucking hard and there's like a playlist on youtube that i listen to all the time because it has all of them and i love them the attack on titan like soundtracks from like all three seasons i like listen to like damn near all the time just because it's just they're just so good and they just get me so hyped the god of war soundtrack from 2018 i love that music i don't know why but it just sounds so good yeah i think like those like would be my guilty pleasures yeah yeah gotcha so I guess to like end up this section, you know, on like our music tasting. Since it's still March Women's History Month, we decided to act. I want to ask everybody, like, who's your favorite artist that's a woman? Man, man. Hey, what? 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 Huh? What? What? Yo, old girl right here. I'm dead. Yo, stop you did not. Is that that Ushi Gushi, my pussy? Yes. You did not. I love that one. one. Excellent. Black white, whatever she is in between excellence. I mean I hate everything. this man. He did not. <laughs> yeah, get into it. Yeah. 
I'm dead. Come on, nigga. Get your actual answer. I know you play it. <laughs> uh, I kind of not. I don't know. That's kind of my guilty pleasure. That was my guilty pleasure. But I'm weak. She actually... <laughs> she don't make music, but her vibe is just on another fucking level. But um, <laughs> a, a serious female artist, again, uh, Sabrina Claudio... I don't listen to a lot of sing-songy type stuff. Like, I don't like The Weeknd, none of that, like, kind of R&B. But Sabrina Claudio, she's her and, um, yeah, her. She's pretty much the most I can listen to, like, a, um, you know, that sing-songy melody kind of stuff that's outside of the, the scissor type of higher level mm. um, music maker. Yeah, I get you. Um, for me, I mean, I got, I got, I got a couple answers to this, but... One that I probably just just could do the current like listening. I probably would say Scissor currently, um, and if I didn't say Scissor, it probably would have been FKA Twigs because her ass, man, she <laughs> she can just put your ass in the mood, bro. Because I, I still listen to her LP one album. That shit came out like 2014. I still listen to that shit like it just came out and. It, does, it, it still sounds good. I can listen to it front to back and it still sounds good. And the Mystic same thing Club. with, uh, for real, and the same thing with SZA with Control. Um, I can put any song on from that album and I will be content with listening to it um, any time of the day, regardless of how I'm feeling. And yeah, so that's probably my answer for that. It's hoping that she does drop her album this year. Yes. We need it. I go. Uh, my favorite artist, my favorite female artist is of course Beyonce because he dropped Lemonade and that album got me through it so God bless that woman and also like all her I love just listening to Beyonce I don't know why I think I'm pretty, pretty sure just because I grew up listening to her that that's why I'm like she's always like stuck around like with me and everything so Beyonce my favorite uh, woman artist she just radiates she just radiates some energy yes and I love it and that's what I need I'm totally gonna leave out somebody and I'm gonna be so mad later while listening to the podcast um definitely I have a few honestly um Girl in Red I listen to Girl in Red when I'm in my feelings like in my feelings um also let's see Girl in Red Japanese Breakfast Japanese Breakfast slaps so hard I've seen them live at Lala too that show's beautiful um, Haley Williams from Paramore. Oh my God. First of all, her voice is beautiful. And oh my God. See, look, I was going to forget one. Lana Del Rey. Um, fun fact, uh, back in the Tumblr days, my uh, my Tumblr name was Manny Del Rey. Um, I love Lana Del Rey. Like, if you play video games, bro, I will lose my shit. Actually, I have not heard that in a while. I'm going to listen to that later. But yeah, um... Yeah, Haley Williams, Lana Del Rey, Girl in Red, um, Japanese Breakfast, and I used to listen to a lot of Ellie Goulding. Bro, yeah. she used to slap. Yeah, I never like, listened to her, but like when I put on the MTV, uh, the MTV music video shit on, and uh, lights came on, I'd be bobbing in the morning. Literally, bro. She she made one song called it was called Vincent. It was like a. A little old to Vincent Van Gogh. That shit slaps. Yeah, uh, I hope I'm not freaking anybody. Honestly, I listen to. Oh, okay. I gotta. Okay, I gotta say Taylor Swift. Um, I listened to a lot of Taylor Swift growing up. Definitely her like. I forgot. Was it the 15 album? 
Um, the one that the one that blew up, the one that made her big, because man, back to December, that song, oh, that shit lives in my my heart rent free. But yeah, those are mine. L'Oreal. Uh, I don't know, honestly. I I'd probably say I I was gonna make a joke, but I'm not because I don't want to get hosed down. Um. I probably say I used to be the the, the bandwagon of, of, of hate Doja Cat after a lot of her stuff got <laughs> released. She's messing with white people. Like, I, you I just hate that be, you got tricked. I, I did. I, I did. I, I did. I honestly, because I was like, I was, I was fucking with the bitch I'm a cow, and then I was not fucking with the, the, the random white people calling, and I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? But I, I heard Streets, and then... Man, I, I I just melted. I like I, and 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 also also speaking of someone that makes me melt, that I can't even lie. FKA Twigs, I I never would imagine I would have got. And I blame y'all, not like in a bad way. I, no, I do blame y'all actually. Fuck y'all. But literally after hearing her like feature on ASAP Rocky's testing album, like with the fuck streets. I was like, yo, this woman can sing. And then like, when I listened to like, like her solo stuff, I, I wanted to be, I, I, there's, a, there's a TikTok video of a guy at a concert who basically got touched by her. And I wanted to be that guy. And I think he was white. And I've never said the sentence, but I wanted to be white for the first time. Uh, like watching that. Oh, you said in a high school? God. Yeah, not the first time. You know, we'll, we'll, I wanted we'll to be white. I, yeah, you know, I, 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 I wanted to be white for a second time, we'll say. You know, I probably had a couple times to be honest, but uh, to be honest, yeah, like I just, I was just like, it's not even like the, the, like it's what that woman's voice can do to the human body, like, like fuck a soul, like honestly, like you know, like in cartoons when motherfuckers turn like the puddles and their eyeballs be showing, that's basically how I feel listening to FK Twigs, beautiful. Yeah, she's um, she's a goddess, <laughs> and Shia LaBeouf, he needed his ass beat for all the shit he did to her. <laughs> oh, for sure. That one sure. song by her, you guys showed me on my birthday like two years ago. I still, I still think to that about song that all the time. What cellophane? Yes, I, and I remember I posted on my story once. Someone <laughs> <laughs> messaged me, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No, I am in fact not okay." Because that song, man, will put you through it. Even if you you've never been through it, you will be feeling it because that's how like impactful yeah, that song is. Emotion. And she did it when we when me and Aaron saw her live, like she did it acapella with no backing, so that shit even hit harder. Go uh, crazy. Yeah. So Bro, I would have creamed on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> macaroni and cheese. So besides uh music, obviously a lot of us have a like a love for like TV and movies. Was like some TV shows you guys um, believed kept you guys going during COVID, or like shows you probably binged that you know kept you entertained? Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I tried. I had a whole list going into COVID. You know, we first started this shit. I was like, I was like, hey, let's go crazy. I got all the free time to watch everything on my list that I want to watch. And then when I look at that list now, I've only watched like one show off it. <laughs> 
because I don't know what the fuck happened. As time went on, um, I started like caring less and less about everything. I really didn't think we were ever going to go back out the house. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play these video games. I'm going to be on my looking computer. And yeah, life is going to be that. But I would say TV shows that got me through it during COVID was fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty> sure. <laughs> Because I kept this only shit I watched. I only watched like I only kept watching reruns of Jersey Shore and fucking Martin. And outside of that, I didn't watch anything else. Um, besides like some movies here and there, I tried to like watch. I tried to watch more movies during during COVID. That like where my back catalog that I just didn't catch up on. But I was really just watching my comfort shows, and those shows tend to be Jersey Shore and Martin. Uh. Those are coming through it, I think would be Black Clover. During the uh, COVID, yeah, Black Clover, I'd binge watch the shit out of that. Just because I'm like, I got nothing to do. And I got True. nothing to do, so I started watching it. That show is slaps. And we don't give a shit what anyone says. That is a good ass show. Definitely would recommend. Um, yeah, I know just some people some people in the anime community like uh, like want to talk shit about it. I'm like, there's like literally nothing bad about this. The- yeah, is like pretty compared much. to like Naruto and stuff, they see it's like every other shonen that like. No, it, it, well, I mean, yes, yes, essentially, but it's also because people fucking like they they hate the fact that Asta is one of those characters that screams a lot. Like when he gets pumped, like that motherfucker like yells, and I guess a lot of people like don't want to make it past a certain threshold because he does repeat that. Don't get me wrong, but like it gets to a point like the, the longer you watch it, like you kind of bond with that, and like you know, like. Like, bro, these motherfuckers be like, oh, you're just some brat with no magic. And he's like, I still beat your ass, though. Like, you pull out two swords and you smacking motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> it's powerful. It's it's and I love it's it. a full display of niggatry. Definitely here for it. I am here for it. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely, I guess I'll consider these shows. The Dave Chappelle stand-ups on Netflix. If you know me, you know I literally rewatch those all the time. Cause like every time I like listen to or uh, watch Dave Chappelle, ever since I was even a kid, it literally, literally, um, just keeps me going. I laugh as if like it's the first time like I'm listening to it. Um, I re I rewatched Supernatural, and then I finally saw the ending. Um, Lucifer, rewatched Daredevil. Um, I watched a bunch of new anime. I'm definitely uh, COVID has gotten me into a lot more anime that's on like the romantic side like um the bunny senpai show i, I watched that, that show and i, I watched it in show. one night christian was like you should watch it and i was like i'll check it out and then literally i texted him like and that was at, like i think it was at, like 12 or 1 a.m and then i texted him at like 8 a.m and i was like i finished it <laughs> yeah i'm like, like damn okay he's like i didn't even finish it yet <laughs> and um but yeah, um, and yeah, like, just honestly, a lot of Dave um, Chappelle has just been getting me through it, to be honest. Every time I need a laugh, I honestly just listen to and watch his stuff, and it helps. And anime. Uh, uh, lots of anime. Shout out to Crunchyroll and uh, Funimation. On oh, God. Cheat. Uh, Aaron? Watch a whole lot of shows. Like, YouTube is my new TV. To be too honest. Yeah. I watch a lot of fucking YouTube. Um, I, the longer form content, like episode shit, that's an easy way to get my anxiety spiked. Finishing a good show, that feeling is horrible. So I hate getting into new shit. 
But um, I watched this one Netflix uh, series, Headspace Guide to Meditation. For me, it's been really, really cool. Cause I'm always on my phone, always doing something attached to it. So being able to watch something that I can let me kind of like let loose and I'll be watching something and scrolling on Instagram or and scrolling on Twitter. I really just like relax, relax. It's hard for me to do that these days. But yeah, that's a really good show. I, I watched um, the two recommendations you guys got me. I haven't finished um, Midnight Gospel, but- um, This show is amazing. But I did watch that first episode of Life After Death or Surviving Death when he told me to. Mm-hmm. That, that, was, that was, it was hot. I recommend it for the rest of you guys. Yes, you also did watch Bojack. You watch Bojack too. Oh, you know, it's yes. very, very, very depressing. What you know? I didn't mention yeah. that, but that show, like you watch it because you're like, haha, drunk horse. Like you know, like, like let's let's see this like depressive comedy, and then like a few episodes in, you're like, holy fuck, like you know what I mean? And it only gets sadder from here, baby. <laughs> yeah. Baby. But, my bad. I don't mean to cut in. How about the rest of you guys? Lashawn. Oh, I mean, I, I kind of was piggybacking a little bit off Christians when he said Black Clover, but I mean, I, to say my own answer, so I'm not, you know, like not sounding original a little bit. Um, I'd probably say uh, the good mix between Jujutsu Kaisen and I mean, Attack on Titan kind of came back and I was kind of rewatching that along with someone. Um, so it was like, kind of cool to watch also finally got to finish in fire force season two so that was it was it was a good it was a good mix of great shows yeah that's that's oh oh besides shows wait wait oh my bad go 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 go, one thing i did okay i did watch demon slayer after all these niggas hounded me to fucking watch it finally and i'm and which is funny because it was it was i because I don't pay, I didn't pay for like like information and shit like that. To be honest, I don't care about downloading shows. I got a little VPN, they go find out. <laughs> but um um allegedly though, allegedly I did that. But I watched Demon Slayer and yeah, I was fucking glad I did that. I got to like I think I watched like two, three episodes and then I was like, fuck, now I'm gonna watch this show in like one day. And that's basically what I did. I watched the show in like two days and then I was texting them the entire time as I was being hyped while shit was going on. Tanjiro is that nigga. Oh God, <laughs> and, um, oh, baby. And I, bro, y'all, y'all know I forget this thing name every time. Zenitsu, right? Yes, yes. Zenitsu, his ass is cool too. He was a little, he was a little whiny at times, but he was cool. Yeah, I was glad I watched that. The VA really gave it his all. Oh, I, I also binge watch Haiku. That shit. Oh yeah. So I literally watched that in three days. Like all was it three seasons? Yeah, it was three seasons. I remember, yeah, because I told you to watch it. It Yeah, because no, I asked you. I, I asked. I was like, is it any good? Cause like I keep seeing it all over like TikTok and like you know wherever, and you're like hell yeah this shit flaps. So I started watching it, and I was like hell yeah. Literally now I'll literally just be in the, like in the in the kitchen and I'll throw like a paper towel in the trash. I'd be like nice kitty, like <laughs> like that shit slaps so hard. You guys should watch it for real. The animation is wah. yeah, just like the True. other list of other shows I have. I have an anime list. We'll see whenever I get to that show because that show he said they got like three or four seasons. Shows with more seasons at the bottom. Pretty quick though. Down me none. Shows with more seasons at the bottom <laughs> of the list. So <laughs> I mean, if I, I I'm I'm on fire for season two right now. We'll see when I finish that. 
Oh, I forgot you started that. Yeah, I'm I, I'm the type I kind of like to. When he'll finish it. Yeah, shut up, Poe. I didn't tell you to watch so many things. Um. <laughs> yeah, usually with me, I kind of like to watch one show. I mean, a show at, at a time if I'm watching something. So once it get once I watch it, then I watch the next. Thing. So we'll see. But yeah, Fire Force is what's currently in the rotation. You know he's you know he's gonna watch Fire Force. You know that uh, Captain Obi. I mean, if Obi wants to that take his goat. shirt off, I mean, sure. <laughs> King Cobra. <laughs> I'm about to say, but for King Cobra. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> besides like TV shows, like, um, what movies kept you guys going, or what what movies did you have on repeat? Uh, I'll let Tawango first because <laughs> we already know. Nah, we already know. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Yep. What could what? it be, Tawan? Okay. <laughs> no, I I love movies. I, that's like a known fact in this group. They know I love to watch movies. Now, last year when the theaters and shit closed, I was heartbroken. <laughs> they had to check in on me because you know a nigga was going through it. I would go to the movies like every week, so they know every Friday before we linked up to while I was at the movies, and then I was mm-hmm. gonna meet them. I was gonna meet them after because I I was there at the movies first. So when I couldn't go to the movies and I was in the crib, I was like, oh shit. And they know I wanted to see fucking Tenet. That was the only movie I kept talking about that movie the entire fucking year since I saw the trailer. And then oh, God. when that shit got pushed back and then pushed back and pushed back, I was like, this is some bullshit. So when the theater finally opened <laughs> and I got to go see Tenet, I was satisfied. I saw Tenet in theaters like five times because every time I went, there was like nobody there. I went well, I went myself three times and I went with Aaron and LaShawn and also took my mom to see it. And now that it's on DVD and digital, I watch that shit like every other week. And I don't care if anyone thinks it's a bad movie. The shit works for me. I'm okay with turning my brain off for some good content. So well, yeah. Well yeah, um a movie for me, um, I would watch it uh allegedly. Um, as a joke, you know, illegally, <laughs> illegally all the time. It's uh, The Great Gatsby. I love the book, and um, Swan got it for me on DVD with along with like the graphic novel version of the book. And yeah, I've been watching that movie on repeat like over and over. I watch it a lot, actually, uh, like a lot, a lot. And yeah, and then I watched like A Silent Voice and Your Name. Those are like two anime movies. I watch those a lot too, like a lot. I guess for me, like, whenever I need to feel something, I just, like, watch those because it's, like, it just puts me in my feels in the right way. Like, Interstellar 2, that movie slaps so hard. I've seen it, like, five times during quarantine. Um, but, yeah, those are some movies for me. Uh, Arrival was an all-time go-to. It didn't come out this year or last year. But I keep going back to the shit and rewatching it. Which one again? Arrival. Oh, my God. You oh love God, Aliens. Bro. I, I'm, bro, I'm I think bro. about that movie so much. Like, every time I watch that movie, I have to think about it again. Because <laughs> it's, it's just, like, it just really, like, it, it's crazy because, like, it's nothing, like, too crazy in, like, the concept and everything, but it just really just makes you, like, think about, like, even beyond, like, um, like, the alien shit, it really just makes you think about, like, foreign relations and all that type of shit. <laughs> That's true. And your relationship with time, bro. Yes. cherishing time and how we use it. It's such a good movie. Uh, my the movies that I 
uh, loved and well loved that got me through the uh, pandemic would be not gonna lie uh, Avengers Endgame and Infinity War just cause those movies are I don't know they just have hold a special place uh, in my heart so I'd just be watching them over and over again just like it never bothered me or I never got bored um, a lot of like Froze like Moana or Coco just cause you know I'm a sucker for um, Moana because Moana is my favorite movie and Coco because you know got some his Mexicans in there so you know I gotta show some love um, but yeah I, I need to watch Coco actually it's really fucking good I have not I need to watch that and what's the other one Soul Soul yeah shout out shout out those two uh, movies are so out. good uh, please Disney watch Plus. that fucking movie but um yeah I need to watch those movies yeah, Coco is really good I did cry no, I'm probably, I'm definitely gonna cry. If it has anything to do with the grandmother, I'm gonna cry. Um, Lashawn. I still don't see how y'all cried watching that movie. I don't know. It was no, it was it was a good movie. It was beautiful. Oh, oh, Coco. I thought you were talking about Soul. Yeah, sorry, nah. sorry. I, I did love Soul. Soul was good. Yeah, that, that was that was that was good. I did I did actually see Coco. That was that was good. I saw it a couple years ago, um, or like around the time it was like came out on Netflix. Uh. I can't really think of any movies. Movies, nice. I can't think of any movies. Sorry, uh, that got me through the pandemic. I mean, one of my all-time favorites is just always going to be Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Like that's that's such a good one. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, Tenet was fire. I, I did enjoy watching it the couple times that Tawan played it after watching it the seventeenth fucking time. But shut up! I only told you that movie once. I mean, we watched it. We watched it two times. No, we watched it like three times. I feel like I watched it no, at your house. We watched it, nigga. When have you been over my house since quarantine <laughs> to watch Tenet? That's a that's a good point. Social distance. Um, yeah. But it, it, I, yeah, I, I can't really think of any movies that like got me through like quarantine. I probably say just YouTube and anime. I feel really. on that one. Does porn count as a movie or no? Uh, Backdoor sluts nine. <laughs> oh shit! I can go down a list. No, nigga, we know you got tabs. We not about to. He has a black tabs. box. Fuck, I got <laughs> books. Nah, um, another thing for me. Fuck, I got black like boxes. Streams. Like, I, yeah, right. like, literally the beginning of quarantine, I stumbled into a few streamers. And then, like, half, like, I would say, like, the, like, like six months into quarantine, five months. I, so, I've, I've just been watching so many streamers on YouTube and Twitch. Like shout out Valkyrie, like Kuno and you know Corpse and Jacksepticeye, like literally like not to sound corny, but like it just felt good to like just watch streams because it's like you don't feel alone. You know what I mean? Like I would watch it when I'm eating or blah blah and whatnot. It's pretty cool. Yeah, some I did watch. Well, I'm not gonna say any new streamers. I only really only watched some of the streamers that you know, I was already watching. Streaming, watching streams for me is because I feel like because it's like at a set time and stuff, I just be wanting to do shit on my time. And then I usually don't go back and watch old streams. So usually if I just miss it, I just miss it. And then I'll just come, I'll eventually come to it. But I usually watch the Black Okage because he's the um, funniest streamer that I know. And um, yeah, all this video, all this shit, all the streams are like, they're just like filled with like the funniest people. Other than that, I think the last thing we had to like end us off <laughs> was <clears throat> what so what did you guys plan on doing something either being like a hobby or something that you said you were going to do during like 
during the quarantine that you didn't actually like do or you gave up on like it could have been like early on or like later on you decided to like not do it after a while a few. yeah um aaron you go first so i uh, started doing a sourdough starter I'm basically like growing like moldy bread or moldy like <laughs> cake batter in your room type shit. I started doing that for a while, for a few weeks. I made a few loaves, but now it's just sitting here kind of blackish, repping the, you know, repping the gang. But... <laughs> 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 I mean, you also like your bone appetite. I got into the knitting shit. I needed a scarf from because I know like, you was you was who was you who was you watching? You was watching uh, Brad from Bon Appetit. I hate Brad, bro. <laughs> no, you're you're, you're uh, I love that you knitted a fucking like a like a like a cup holder for your bong. Oh, that, shit, so cute. that shit, that is so funny. Your start a little cock sock, a little dick head. holder, but I'm like, you know what? We might as well call a little elephant. It gets cold at night, you know when you <laughs> a little Peter Peter Peter. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah something for me that like i started with i started learning mandarin and i'm about like 40 30 percent there i guess in a way um i learned a bunch of phrases you know like how to say like hello how have you been uh like you know the pretty simple things like where's the bathroom uh my friend shoy actually taught me like a bunch of like big cool phrases she also taught me how to like know if someone's being racist like she told me how to say like basically like black people or like Hispanics and like Mandarin. Yeah, and then I was I've got I got through all the lessons for Pinyin, which is like the romanization of Mandarin. Um, it started getting harder for me when I was uh, learning about the brushstrokes. And honestly, like my mental health wasn't at the best place, so like I kind of stopped caring because it just seemed so tedious. Like I was like, why am I trying to learn this? It doesn't matter. Blah blah blah. And yeah, um, I definitely want to get back into it. I've been trying to use like more Mandarin in my art to like kind of brush up on it. I'm not gonna lie, my last my last piece of art, uh, <laughs> I had to like double check it like three times because I want to make sure I wasn't saying anything goofy. Because like with Mandarin, it's so easy to like write write or even like uh, say the wrong word because it's all about like your tones and your pitches. But um, yeah and i would say art too like i've been on a decent pace about it my art has gotten a lot better but i definitely could have been a lot further because like, there were some days where i just be like fuck this i want to make art for like a good three weeks but yeah that's my answer how about you christian um i try to get i try to listen to like certain podcasts like i don't know if this is like kind of, like yeah trying to get into like this podcast that a group that i listened to i used to listen to a lot back then i think in college or when i used to work at uh yoke um and i just fell off just because i got like you know some shit happened in my life but then um i tried to do it that you know since yeah i had hella time i thought i could get into it again i just couldn't um also another thing would be like i would try to go running every morning just because i just wanted to have some type of exercise in my life um i only did that for like maybe two weeks and then i just stopped do i see myself going back doing that again probably not because the gym's open and i'm just doing that instead yeah i think that's about it those two things finishing my podcast and then running mm, i'm trying to, so i will say something that 
like kind of, I'm kind of spoken earlier, like I kind of went to everything, kind of having like a plan of like wanting to watch it, like a lot of movies and TV shows and stuff, just because when I was working, like some shows that I did want to watch, like I just didn't, I just didn't have the time to while working. <laughs> but then when I actually like, even when I did have the time to like, just like get up and like and go through, I just, I eventually just didn't. I would say the only thing I successfully did during quarantine that I that I wanted to do for the longest was build my computer. And that was just because I actually did. I guess I wanted to do that more and I had the time to do it. So that was the only thing I successfully did, but I wanted to get through my movie and like TV list, but I just didn't. Honestly, the list compared to like when it, before quarantine and after, I probably only watched like three shows off that list. That happens, you know. Sometimes you're just like, eh, you know, we'll get to it eventually because you know, got time. Pero yeah, and, and the uh, and I and I, I still want to watch them. But that's the thing. I'm like, I still want to watch some of these shows. <laughs> it's still, I still like, I'm still int- interested. And like, I already took the time to allegedly download them, like allegedly. But <laughs> um, and just like, eh, you're like, eh, you know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. It's go. It's go get there. But it ain't gonna be right now though. Eventually. Yeah, and uh, Lashawn, for you, what do you? What is something that you like that you thought like, you may have like planned to do during quarantine, but you just didn't? I made the horrible trade of pursuing photography more with my free time off, and devoting my shut-in hours to playing League of Legends. I went through a horrible decision routing, and it probably potentially raised my blood pressure. Uh, but for some reason, that was the only game that was kind of giving me serotonin at the time. A little, a little bit longer Minecraft, but I think I like I like going into quarantine. I wanted to try to go with it, like with a constructive mindset. But with everything just going on, and like I was, I was told to stay in the house, like you know, because like my mom was incredibly scared, so I couldn't even go outside to even go to Tawan's house, who was literally uh, back at the time when quarantine started, I used to live like literally across the street from him. Um, so I just grew like pretty sad and just basically shut myself in and started just playing video games like crazy. And I kind of just like kept that trend going for so long, but with everything getting better now and me getting my old job back, like I'm trying to push more content out there and slowly get back into the, uh, the feel of doing photography. But yeah, man, I just went like complete incel path. <laughs> Oh, shit. I smelled, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I smelled. Lord, I bet you did. Fucking league. This nigga in league, bro. <laughs> At least I go know, up a rank. Me... <sighs> you act like I'm not trying. You act like I'm not trying, bro. I know. You know what it's I like know. playing fucking Apex. Like, if you were playing ranked Apex and you were fucking hard stuck at a spot, you know how shitty it would be. You're right, but I'm be honest. I don't try to go past, like, go... <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> niggas are sweat, so I get to I can easily get to like go in and be chill for the season. I ain't about to try for Apex Predator. Nigga shit and n- niggas stinking nigga shit in the bucket. Those are the type of players that are past that rank. That's exactly how I feel with league players. Well, are you one of them? Oof. Yeah, I, but I will say for everything we had in our show notes for this week, that's about it. We had a few hiccups this episode, honestly, but. We got the room, you know, as minorities do. And, you know, this is the Broke Podcast, so we ain't living luxurious. Yeah, we ain't got, yes. Um, yes. We ain't got a recording studio. <laughs> Unless somebody wants to sponsor us for one. Please. Yeah. 
what you care. I would would do anything. Yeah, we can be anything. the new vlog. We can be the new vlog squad since they're falling apart. Y'all need some black people anyway. Ooh, right? Geek, sponsor us. I swear. And we have to live. We'll do dumb shit. We'll do dumb shit in our own terms. I would simply do anything for our loving fans to give this podcast a five stars on uh what is it apple podcast and you know thumbs it up on spotify let your friends know you know we know it's minorities out there that can relate to us just don't tell the white people yeah we're not, we can't give away our secrets exactly hey white people got them sponsors what's up white people what's up gerald black lives matter right and, and get that our- right I swear, can we get that HelloFresh? Like, come on. I literally, I swear. you guys, you guys better help. Me. I know the SeatGeek ad by heart, so like, don't play with me. I, I, <laughs> no, yeah, better, better help. Come on, they could come through. Hold on. Yeah, oh, yeah we all got nah, mental issues. Sure. Come on, we're all dealing. Come on, better help. Hey, help I want my man's. Y'all better thumbs up this goddamn podcast. Fucking, hey, y'all can bootleg it, sell them on the street. Oh, hold on, I'm bootlegging. <laughs> <laughs> hold on now. I shoot a bootlegger. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Tell me why I thought about that too. Easy taught you well. Easy, Easy taught, taught, you, taught you, well. you well. All right, guys. Hope you guys have a great right. one. You ready? Good night, guys. Adios. Right. Adios. Black people out. Sayonara, nigga. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Minority Report, The Broke Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts if that's your streamer of choice, as it helps greatly. Uh, If you listen to us on Spotify, please give us a follow. Make sure notifications are on so you won't miss out on our next show.